Beast Wars. We're back for more. Beast Machines is next, it's true. What else were we gonna do? Welcome to War and Beast, the podcast that when you think it's all over, it pulls you back in. I'm Greg. I'm Emily. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kendall. And this week we are reviewing not Beast Wars, but Beast Machines. More importantly, Season 1, Episode 1. The dun, reformatting. Dun, dun. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know reformatting could be a actual term. You just re- I always thought you just reformat something. Yeah. It's a little weird. I think some of the writers weren't really familiar with technical <laughs> terms, amongst other things. But I am I am pretty sure it, it is mentioned it, in the wiki that reformatting an actual word. Oh yeah, you reformat okay. a disk. Yeah, yeah. So what, what? I don't understand the problem. Well, reformatting no. normally means like erasing. Yeah. Re- uh huh. They must unlearn what they have learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say like this is okay. So I used to, when, there was a I had a computer that I had to reformat every once in a while, and mm-hmm. uh, you and and I would I mean yes yes maybe if you reform if you completely reformatted a Maximals hard drive then they would not remember stuff, but maybe you can argue that their Spark still exists so that maintains their memory. But like, yeah, that's what I would argue. I, I said their bodies are completely reformatted. I had a Windows ninety five disk that I that I used that I would have to you know to reformat a hard drive, and it would you you'd stick it you put it in there, and I had a different completely different computer, and I stuck the Windows ninety five disk in, and it yeah it it removed that operating system and put a new operating system in. So I think yeah. I think it works. I mean, it works as well as any other stupid terminology that they. You know, that they make up for Transformers. You know, there's it's not a direct translation from Cybertronian. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's not it's not perfect. You know, if you read the new international never version, never it might have <laughs> might have a better, you know, a better interpretation. Um oh I'm 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 adding Cybertronian for dummies to my wish list. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Great. I don't even know if we see much Cybertron. <laughs> Cybertronian in this series. No, I don't think right, we because have it's any all translated. Thing, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Kendall, did did you have anything on IMDb? Okay, so I've only got one thing on IMDb, but I did uh, watch the an interview with Marv Marv Wolfman and an interview with the guy that's the that's the story editor on the show that I can't remember his name. And I had a couple it's like of IRV. No, they had they had someone else. It was like, um, hold on, I actually, because I have the thing right here. Oh no, I have that's director. Uh, uh just continue on, and I'll look. Okay, quick. okay. Oh wait, wait, there it is. Bob Skur. Is that? That it? sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, because uh, he worked. He worked. He worked with uh, on the writing team, so maybe he was like editor, story editor. Yeah. Um. So, uh, they specifically actually chose uh the the writing team 
uh, because they had not, they were not, had not previously been involved in uh, Transformers, the property. Yes. Uh, because they, they wanted this to be, they basically, they wanted this to be the people who said, this is not my Transformers. This was not their Transformers. They wanted this to be the Transformers for the next generation. Um, and, uh, and, and they wanted, they also uh, like got a weird amount of pressure from like, Fox and Hasbro and and stuff to make it rather than like a straightforward action ser- series to make it more l- almost like a spiritual religious thing. Um, yeah. He talked about uh, that. Huh. It's not the the show is not about organic versus technology uh, as like it might seem at least from the from the very beginning. Um, they actually intentionally. Used actually, this is the one piece of trivia uh, on IMDb. The four maximals used in the animation models they originally did. Sorry, the four, four maximals used the same animation models they originally did in Beast Wars Transformers, albeit with different color patterns to match the style of the show. So, um, they intentionally used the uh, animal looking the 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 season one versions to in order to make it to really <laughs> emphasize that. Uh, technology versus well that that Megatron hates the uh, yeah. organics, uh, but it's yeah. actually it's not about that. Well, they weren't trying to make it just about organic versus technology. They were trying to make it about extremism versus balance. Uh, yeah. So uh, so that that was some cool stuff. Also, Marv Wolfman uh, wrote this wrote the story bible for the show, um, and he was he was involved in some of it. Uh, I can't remember why they said they didn't want him. Oh, it was, it just had to do with like Fox because they were, because they weren't sending it to syndication because they were, uh, it was actually like, uh, you know, ordered for seasons. However that works. They were actually, or well, yeah. they were actually playing it like on the network. Uh, he, and he hadn't dealt with network people before the network. People wanted people that they were familiar with to be more heavily involved with the show. So um, he did write, he did however, write the story Bible. Uh, for it and Marv Wolfman uh, most famously created the new Teen Titans. Uh, I believe he created Tim Drake. He Yay, did. I like uh, him then a lot. I want to say <laughs> I, I'm I'm like I'm like 90% sure that he did Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'll have to fact check myself here in a minute, hmm. but um, but yeah, yeah. That so he's a he is a a Titan in the comics industry, uh, and so it's it's really neat to me that he's. He's involved with the show, uh, even if even if he wasn't as directly involved. But yeah, they really um, they wanted to make this show more con- even more continuity driven than Beast Wars was. Uh, they wanted mm-hmm. it to call back to the original series while still being kind of its own thing and for the next generation. Uh, the story editor guy whose name I forget. Uh, he basically Bob said, Kirk? yeah, he basically said like people on the internet hated the show, but everybody that he talked to in person really loved the show. So, uh, the, the hate for it is, is, you know, it's kind of exaggerated on the internet because the internet, um, he also, and this is, uh, this, this seemed like the, the interview might've been, this portion of the interview might've been geared toward younger people, but he was basically like, you know, I don't care if you say that you don't like my show, but don't like don't yell at people who like the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, you know, don't, 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 don't yuck be, anybody's yum. Don't be mean to, uh, don't be yeah, mean to well, people on, on the forums that, that don't, that don't like the show. 
Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like more like some older fans have yelled at younger fans for like, how can you love this Drek kind of thing? And he's like, that's you shouldn't do that. Yeah. You really shouldn't do that. Yep. Oh, and Wolfman did do Crisis on Infinite Nurse with uh, George Perez. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, so speaking of balance and stuff like that, does that mean that did anyone else kind of got a uh, Kung Fu or Kung Fu Legend Continues vibe then? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. Okay, I just, I just, I was just wondering because I kind of remembered that, and I was like, Jordan, I'm so glad that you and I remember Kung Fu and Kung Fu. The I know, I know. Okay, listen, I know that show. I just did not get a vibe from that show from this show. I know maybe not this episode specifically, but maybe I'm just thinking from what's what's what happens later on. Okay, I mean, like when I was a kid, I never really watched the original Kung Fu, but I watched Kung Fu: The Legend Continues, and I fucking loved it as a kid. (laughs) Marvel. Also, I just fact checked myself. He did create Tim Drake. I was just second guessing myself. I own that issue. I should know, but Tim Drake's the best. Yep. Okay, so shall I move on to the TF Wiki then? Go for it. Okay, so there's one note of continuity error, which is kind of odd for this, since they always nitpick everything. But uh, after transforming, Optimus is shown hovering over the middle of a pit, but on reverting to beast mode, he's hovering on the edge of said pit. Yes. See, someone just I think that someone just forgot to uh, work on the continuity frames and, and forgot to check the editor. Yeah, I'd say that's probably... Um... Did it cut away from him at all? Like, I noticed that, too. I'm pretty sure it did. I'm pretty sure it, they did a cut. Or at least they did a close up of of him at some kind of thing well, before he fell back down. Oh, because they no, because they said like, oh, nice uh, robot form or something. Like Cheetor said something. It seems like yeah. But so I, I could have sworn they like cut to him still holding them in like the like a f- close up of him, and you couldn't see the pit at all. Yeah, and like yeah. the things were there. So I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely a, that's definitely a weird thing that I I both times thought he was falling to his death. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it has under continuity notes, it says usually unusually for a Transformers television show, Beast Machines began in media threads with Optimus and company stranded on Cybertron and on the run for Viacons. I guess it's talking about other Transformers shows because didn't Beast Wars start with them shooting each other out of the, out of the, uh, out of the trans transport. Portal. Yeah. It's pretty uh, in media res. And I'm pretty mm. sure like Transformers animated is like that too. Transformers yeah. animated like setup is almost identical to like these tours. <laughs> um, it basically, you know, asks some questions that we probably are wondering about, but uh, I don't want to bother with because they might lead to spoilers. Uh, mm-hmm. But it just says that nothing's made clear here, but later episodes will flesh out uh, events and basically come to answer some of those questions. Yeah. Uh, Rat Trap mentions that his last memory is the Maximals taking a shuttle home to Cybertron, recapping the end of ne- Nemesis Part 2. Yeah, and that's our last memory show, too. So we're in the same boat as they are. Yep. And then we've got some notes of gadgets and powers. Rattrap can crawl up walls Spider-Man style. And Cheater's Beast Mode can bounce from wall to wall at super speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cheater. <laughs> then we move on to Transformers references. As they descend through Cybertron's lairs, the Maximals pass buried c- cities. Primal theorized that they're ruins of earlier civilizations. And early, earlier civilizations is basically just a link to... Uh, Hold on. For some reason, it wasn't loading. Uh, there's something about the Decepticons, apparently. <laughs> hmm. Pro- oh, wait. Early- oh, Decepticons and Autobots. So basically, yeah. it's like, yeah, this is what it was with back then. Yeah, um, we built the planet up over the ruins of the G1 people. Yeah. Uh, 
Optimus says that the first Transformers had to learn to transform before it became second nature to the robotic race. This might be a reference to the original cartoon, most notably Five Faces of Darkness Part 4, which depicted transformation as a wartime innovation rather than an innate ability. Also, the kid didn't the kid in uh, in the movie have to learn how to transform in his suit? Yeah, Again? He, yeah, he didn't. It did not come naturally to yeah. use that suit's abilities. Um, uh, Optimus also mentions that the first Transformers came to Cybertron, and that the Oracle foretold their arrival. While this statement certainly gels with later revelations in this series, the significance of this origin uh, origin story that has never really been paid, uh, explored in other Transformers media. Mm. So this series is the only one that kind of plays with that idea. So, what um, were you going to say, Kendall? Oh, okay, so I'm just going to throw this out there because I don't know when in when this is naturally going to come up. Uh, mm-hmm. But we watched that Theft of the Stolen Disc video. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. music was straight from this episode, and that animation style was basically the animation style of this only not as good so i have like yeah it, it, had, it had similar heavy shedding and high contrast yeah yeah I, yeah i i have i now understand what they were going for in theft of the golden disc i don't necessarily i mean i don't necessarily think they achieved what they were shooting for but i like i have a lot more i don't want to say respect because uh you know but uh, like More I, th- understand I think it. I understand. Yeah, I understand what they were what they were going for, and I probably wouldn't have uh, had such a negative reaction to it had I seen this episode. Because um, I, oh. you know, I don't really like the music in that, and I don't really like the music in this. But it's like, oh, if, well, if they were taking it from the thing, then that's fine. You weren't a big fan of the the club techno theme. I love it. Michael mentioned it- I watched this with Michael, and he was like. Oh, that sound! That sound you only hear in the nineties, nineties and two thousands. Yeah, thing. I, I feel like it. Yeah, it didn't burr, last burr, long in the two thousands. Yeah, that and like, like oh yeah, lots of different noises. Like that was just so very nineties. This whole show is very nineties, <laughs> and I like yeah. that a lot. <laughs> okay, let's see. We have real real world references. Rat Trap mockingly refers to one of the tank drones as a Tin Man. Uh, as the Maxwell struggle in the darkness, Radtrap implores Optimus to come to his senses with ground control to Major Optimus, referencing the 1969 David Bowie song Space Oddity. Uh, uh, during so Optimal Primal hmm? oh, <laughs> <laughs> Primal's visions, a group of black monoliths are briefly seen, a nod to the film 2001 A Space Odyssey. Additionally, the close-up of Optimus while inter interfacing with the oracle intercut with the pov zooming through abstract visuals are very similar to the movie's in- infamous trip scene yes very much so that's uh, also, i was thinking about oh, sorry, that, that moment that moment when he has his yeah his uh, it sees the whole universe over time that was something that happened a lot in the 90s yeah <laughs> i am actually thinking about pulling that as the image for this episode <laughs> And let's see some trivia as like Kendall mentioned, they used uh, their original beast beast wars, like first season things, but there's uh, the models have been reskinned completely. Alterations include optimal Optimus primals fur being Brown instead of gray rap traps feet being dark orange instead of pink. Yeah. It's more of a brownish color. Uh, Black black stripes are removed and Cheetor now has black circles around his eyes and his spots are more angular and stylized. I did notice a change in Cheetor. 
Yeah. I felt uh, like I noticed was uh Black Arachnia like different shaped a little bit? It says that they, the models were reskinned, so maybe maybe that was part of it. I think like, the model was being shown. warped a little bit. It, it wasn't very Yeah. There's one scene where it's like it looks like her abdomen's barely attached to her thorax and it looks weird. And I think that might have just been like an animation error rather than like something different with the models. Um, it says uh, it also mentions that this was the episode the term reformatting passed into general use amongst Transformerdom. Hmm. And then a special advanced screen of this episode was held at BotCon 1999, where it received an overwhelmingly positive reaction. Hmm. I mean, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that is all we have for the, from the TF Wiki. Okay. So. I suppose we should get this show on the road then. Literally. <laughs> yes. We, we we start with that club mix theme song. I love it. Um uh, uh certainly a different tone compared to what we had with the last series. When you when you mentioned earlier that like Fox Kids wanted it to be a little bit more like stylized with their other Oh no, did I lose everybody? Hello? Spider-Man, that's what it is, right? Spider-Man Unlimited? Yeah. Uh-oh. I think I might have lost everybody. Yep, I lost everybody. Let's try this again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Looks like we got it. Did we get him? What the fuck happened? I have no idea. You cut out for a minute. I'm like, oh, we're losing M. And next thing I know, everybody dropped. <laughs> yeah. well, what I heard was like Kendall saying like, hello. And I was like, wait, what? And then like Jordan was like, he's gone. And so is Greg. And I'm like, wait, what? And I waited for a bit. And you just said like, Jordan, you gone too? And you weren't there. I was like, oh, God. Well, it's funny because I was we like, M, are you there? The last thing I heard was M. And then I'm like. Okay, what the heck? And then I hear and then my backup's like, oh, the call is in it. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you guys will hear Greg, you'll hear my you'll hear my breakdown uh in the recording. Um <laughs> so okay. So Emily, the last thing that was in the recording, you said you said earlier that Fox Kids and then it cut off. Okay, I'll continue with that. Just in case it was lost, I put the uh the questions. questions yep, I see them. Oh wait! I also have that uh, that one link. <laughs> of the picture that we should have. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, okay, can I start. Uh, okay, I'll, um, I'll just say. Um, you said that Fox Kids uh, that they tried to have the show uh, be in like a co- more cohesive style with their other shows on the network. I think you said something about that. Maybe I'm misremembering. Um, it wasn't. I, I don't think it was specifically that they were trying to be that it was a, a style. It was that one they. Uh, they they didn't want to work with Marv Wolfman because they had other people that they had worked with in the past. Uh, so they, I guess there was a Godzilla TV show that was really popular, and they pulled the oh, people yeah. from that. Yeah. I like that. I that show's kid. Um, I like Godzilla a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't I don't know that it was necessarily that they were trying to get it us in a style that lined up with with because their this, other stuff. This feels like Spider Man Unlimited a lot in like the terms of like. Not only the music, but the fact that it's like heavy shedding, high contrast. It's just that, but like in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. So like it, it, it's, it's very reminiscent of Spider-Man Unlimited, which is another show that was running around the same time Beast Machines mm-hmm. was. It is sort of the Beast Machines of, of uh, 
Yeah, Spider-Man. Kind of is. Kind of is. <laughs> and um, it's uh, they're all they're both on Fox Kids. So, yeah. So silly. Yeah. Which I revisited Spider-Man Unlimited not too long ago. It's not nearly as bad as everybody says it was. I like Spider-Man Unlimited. Yeah, I did a lot as a kid, too. I'm like, oh, this is cool. We've got, like, a cool now machine suit. That's awesome. Yeah, to, to be fair, I think a lot of these things that we're going to be looking at that we heard of bad stuff about aren't going to be as bad as they keep saying or <laughs> originally said. Yeah, and and the stuff that was said people said is good isn't as good. Everything is mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good idea. Okay, Greg, how's the show start? (laughs) All right, so the show starts. We we uh, are zoomed in on a uh, a little plant, which seems a bit odd. As we zoom out and realize that, oh, geez, this looks like Cybertron. And the next thing that we know, we've got Optimus Primal oddly running from like fire, or rather like energy fire and we're like okay what the heck is going on here and for some reason he is in his original season one form which i was really nice to see again yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm sure kendall you were very happy <laughs> that's that's the crazy that's the crazy thing is i disliked optimal optimus and all the and the, the season three designs so much i was just so happy to see the season one designs even if it doesn't make sense i don't care if they explain it later they don't need to i i'm i was so i was very happy to see that i was like one you know one last time old friend yeah and they look really good like the shading is really good and like this this this, this show looks better um in terms of like pure power than uh beast force did yeah and, and also, also, I think, um, regardless of the in-universe reason, I think using the the season one designs uh, does a does a really good job of uh, if people had dropped off the show but had watched mm-hmm. the first season of Beast Wars, they're going to immediately know who that is. And even if people had kept watching it, they're going to immediately know who that is. And That's espe- a good point. And es- and especially since he's not going to be, it's not like he's going to be in this form forever. Uh, it, it's 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 kind of a nice it's just a nice callback yeah, yeah. And i think i think uh they pretty much make it re- really quickly cl- clear that th- that when they were coming back these weren't their original bodies too so even if the people who didn't see like the end or anything like that knew anything but knew that there was beast wars or something before this they know that they're definitely in some position of something really weird mm-hmm. is going on for them yeah. which i think is kind of what the tone the tone they're going for for this whole episode yeah, true enough. Were you going to yeah. say something, Emily? I don't, I don't remember if I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got Optimus who's getting shot at. Uh, as we come to find out, it appears to be some sort of Cybertronian-looking tank, or rather tanks. Uh, from here, he... Welcome. And tank robots. They they transform a couple of times for some yeah. reason. They yeah they transformed no one, no one, from no one heard my joke I'm sad oh sorry <laughs> he said the tanks and I'm like you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> thank you Kendall <laughs> but yes he uh, so he's running away uh, it, you know the whole time. It's really not clear as to what exactly is going on because we're sort of thrust right into this from the very beginning. Um, of course, Optimus isn't 
transformed. He he's simply in his gorilla mode. Um, he's led down this alley to a dead end though. And so he turns around, uh, he has no idea who these attackers are and basically says, I don't know who you are, but if it's a fight you're looking for, you'll get it. And then he goes to transform using his customary Optimus Primal, Maximize. And we then see these sparks shooting from his body as he... And it, it, pretty horrifying, actually. Yeah, because the, the camera view goes sort of underneath him as he's like hunched over in pain. And we see like... Parts of his robot form trying to stick out, but it, it just does not yeah, happen. His, his head comes up and like, yeah. he looks like he's still like emoting and talking through his like animal head, but it's like broken up because it's going to like go down and become his chest. Yeah. You know, like in his robot form. Mm-hmm. So it looks really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember when we had another like painful transformation kind of sequence thing. Um, oh, when was that? I, I want to say Optimus there. again when he got really badly messed up in uh, the episode where Cheetor first turns into Transmetal Two, hmm. like when Cheetor shot the the rocket and missed and knocked Optimus off the cliff. Possible. There, there definitely have been other times when something was going on with their beast mode, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, maximize, and it was like, yeah, and didn't, yeah. But I don't remember specifically. Then when transmutate was trying to transform, yeah, yes, when trans, that's awkward. yeah, that's the thing I'm thinking of. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that that's probably the closest to this was when transmutate yeah. tried to transform. <laughs> Oh, okay, Ken. <laughs> I think he's okay. I think he's remembering it fondly. Yes, I know, yes. I mean, it, like, yeah, it's a good gag. It's just I still yeah. feel bad for transmutate sometimes. Well, yeah, oh, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing. <laughs> Enough time has passed that I don't that I don't feel sad about that episode. I just that specific thing. No, I meant I transmutate meant like, looking looking constipated. The, the, la- the laugh you gave, the reaction you gave, was kind of distressing. <laughs> as I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, so uh, the the two tanks are in robot form and they take aim at Optimus and shoot. He manages to to leap up and sort of grab onto this cabling above him and manages to, you know, get on his feet. Uh, they continue shooting at him. And so he sort of starts doing his best Tarzan impression, like swinging like his arms look really weird in this animation too. Cause they look a lot longer than what I'm used to seeing, but he's like swinging from cable to cable. Um, I like the explosion effects a lot. Yeah. The explosion effects are kind of, it's almost like cell cell shaded. Yeah. The whole show is kind of cell shaded. Yeah. yeah. Um, that flower, especially that opening shot was, it looked very borderlands. Yes. Like how things look in borderlands. Uh, there's, yeah. there's a walkway later on that reminds me of borderlands as yeah. well. Um, Optus manages to, to get himself, himself perched on one of the cables. And this is, uh, as he does this, his eyes start to glow white. He almost seems that I don't want to say it's like a seizure, but it, it's like something he grips his mind. Yeah. Something like gets his attention and he sees like this white glowing orb sort of motioning towards this train car that's moving beside him. Um, as so, he gets his oops, sorry, go ahead. So Carol. so we don't have that many um fan theories that we really that have really stuck around since the plot got so convoluted in season three. But mm. when I watched this, I was like, is Cheetor trying to talk to him? 
with his psychic powers. <laughs> you know, admittedly, that is not a bad. Like I, I could have totally seen that given our history with with the previous series. Listen, and, and like Ken, I mean, like it's 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 like if, if somebody was getting talked to in their head in X Men, you'd think it's Jean Grey. So you're gonna think that like, the Team Psionic of of Beast Wars is the same deal? Like, of course, it's a totally yeah. reasonable thing. Either Jean Grey or, or Charles Xavier. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Or Emma Frost, but yeah, <laughs> somebody with psychic powers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so as Optimus is about to get shot and sort of picked off, he leaps off of the the cable into a passing rail car. Amazing. Uh, yes, quite a big leap. And he manages to land and comes upon Rat Trap, who is like, hey, get your own car. And Optimus get is some other like, talking oh, gorilla. I think I got yeah. dropped from the call. <laughs> He's Oh, we can Jordan. Jordan, 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 you or didn't drop from the, the call. You're here. First. Nope. Okay. You're still here. I mean, you hear us, and, guys. Er- and everything Greg was saying went, got on the recording, so we're good. Okay. Woo-hoo. Okay. Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. For a second there, I thought, okay. yeah, because I lost everyone's sound. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's a night of technical difficulties. Yeah, because I don't know, because like, like, I've noticed like once or twice when that happened, like when the sound drops, the, the uh, Ethernet cable has like had like light that lights up when it's plugged in had gone out. So like something had bumped the cable or something that has mm-hmm. not happened at all tonight. So I don't know what's going on. That's weird. Yeah. It's I mean, it's all of us. Skype doesn't <laughs> like us. <laughs> not tonight. Anyway, you know what? It's like you already did one series. Why are you doing another? Skype you know what? I bet my... it is. I bet it's because it's devil's night. Um... Uh, S- S- Skype likes my girlfriend apparently. Cause it's the only chat program that works with her. Like everything else just like, yeah. Something fucks up. Aww. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Skype isn't that great. Yeah. So it'd, be nice, it'd be nice to use Discord, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, getting back to the episode. So we got our first meeting of Optimus and Rat Trap. I like how Rat Trap's like, this is my hiding spell. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like of course they didn't recognize both... Optimus apparently until like a little bit later on. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe it was the lighting initially, I suppose. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he was um, just too used to optimal Optimus. That's true too. That, but I mean, like it's a talking gorilla. Who else is it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> um. They they do manage to get a, a brief reprieve from the shooting tanks. Is gorilla the, grod? <laughs> <laughs> See, I kind of took it as McGilla I kind of took it as like, what are you doing here? They all they all um like sort of just like. Uh, like we're, they're just realizing what's going on. So they're all super disoriented. Yes. So, and, and they do have some degree of like that animal instinct side, especially when they're in their most animalist forms. So mm-hmm. rat trap being like a scared rat in a, in a dark, cor- looking for a dark corner, you know, that th- makes sense. it yeah. kind of, it, it, it doesn't surprise me that he, sees somebody coming and doesn't really pay attention to who it is and says, go away. Yeah, <laughs> that's true enough. All um, right. But yeah, so Ryan Trapp is like, what's going on? And he talks about how the last thing he remembers, they're on their way back to Cybertron. Next thing they're getting shot at. And Optus is like, I don't know what's going on either, but we got to figure this out. Um, and then he- Rat Trap's like, and I can't even poop. See, watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets smirked out of his butt. <laughs> oh man, like that he uh, he looks the most constipated 
of anything. Yeah. And of course they, they make mention that they should try and get to a CR chamber to get themselves fixed. Uh, cause their bodies seem to keep sparking even when they're not trying to transform occasionally. Um, as they exit out of the tunnel, Optimus checks and sees that the tanks are still on their tail and they're getting ready to fire. He grabs Rat Trap, leaps out, manages to make a safe landing, and they start running. <laughs> Rat Trap is like, Rat Trap, maximize. Rat Trap, please maximize. Rat Trap, pretty, please maximize. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time he's sparking and not transforming. And, um, oh, no, 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 Optimus gets glowy eyes. Yeah, he gets glowy eyes again, and a white orb uh, tells him to go left. So they veer like left. like a T-junction, so. Yeah. Um, one tank it's not like crashes in. to go left on the on an L curve, so it's like, well, where else was I going to go? Yeah. Um, they then are sort of in like another dead end as a tank is coming on them. Uh, Rat Trap is sort of like cowering a little bit, and again, it's like animation looks really good. Like the, the, yeah, the, the quivering rat looks very like motion wise, very realistic. Yeah, and he tries to transform one more time, and it gets another spark for his troubles. Um, as we cut back to the tank that's getting ready to fire, we then see Cheetor sort of in a silhouette above the tank, sort of like on a gangway above them. Uh, he leaps off onto the tank and grabs the, the head of the tank and covers his eyes. And speaking of eyes, Cheetor is in his eyeliner phase and it's very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, he, told you there was dark circles on his eyes now. Yeah. It, um, he just hasn't been in bed in a little while. <laughs> I, I, I like how you know, the golf look. It looks good. I think, yes. He's, it's, he's a little heavy on the eyeshadow, but it works for him. Yeah. He's getting ready to go out to Hot Topic, you know, check things out. See Zach there. Say yeah. hi. <laughs> Is that how the timeline works? <laughs> no, I don't think Zach was working at Hot Topic when he was 12. No. No, I. A, Although we don't know when they went back, something else. Maybe don't they went back it. to maybe they went back to two thousand four. That was a big <laughs> joke that I said on a podcast, and it was a bad form. Did they talk about it on TWA? I don't remember. Oh, I, they've talked about I, it on I, TWA. Oh, okay. I mean, I knew, yeah, I knew that Zach worked at Hot Topic, but no, I just you not, know, timeline. Don't worry about it. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you think they the, would have if the movie took place? If the G1 movie took place in 2005, then Far what future. what year should should this take place in? Uh, essentially, it's about 300, I think. Is it 300 or 3,000? I think, I think it's, it's 300. 300. Yeah. So it's so like the – Yeah. Like yeah. It's supposed to be like around that time. Okay. So they're actually in the future. Okay. I didn't realize yeah. that. I thought they just screwed up oh. the future. Well, I guess yeah. we'll find Our, out later. No spoilers. What happens future, next to the show? They're present. Um they yeah. went back to our past at one point, but it was still kind of technically. But they went from their from their present, which is our future. So when will then be now? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Um, so continuing on with the episode, uh, the tank that Cheetor is riding on uh, is blown up by his compatriots. So obviously, uh, it's pretty cutthroat for them. Uh, yeah. Cheetor leaps off. And uh, we then get like killing asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Rat Trap manages to scurry through the legs of a bunch of transformed tanks that are in the robot mode, uh, which distracts him and gives Optimus the opportunity to then body check a lined up set of tanks like dominoes, uh, knocks them all over and they make a getaway. So I guess this is kind of just showing that they're not exactly uh, fully intelligent things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you get the idea that they're kind of just... Very uh, one-track-minded yeah, sort of Yeah, pawns or drones or something like that, which yeah, like, uh, we find out later. Like, but. like all like all Transformers that are uh, <laughs> that are that turn into cars. God damn it. <laughs> so many good emotional stories with these Transformers that turn into cars. and <laughs> Like the movie that you liked last week. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really transform very much in that movie. Yes, <sighs> they did. It was really cool. The world, the whirlpool thing, and like cop going up and doing it. There's a ton in the movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. I mean, I, it's, it, there was objectively a lot of transformation scenes. It's not a disagreeable thing. We had Optimus in a truck run over a robot. All I remember about that, I, Optimus died pretty fast. I mean, anywho, he's pretty much a mindless. Yeah. Getting back to the episode. So the Maximals managed to uh, to evade their pursuers for a moment. Um, Cheetor makes mention that they need to find a CR chamber. And Otis makes note that things seem to be getting worse with the, the sparks that they're experiencing now. And fears that maybe they only have a limited amount of time before, you know, something bad might happen. Uh, also, uh, they get a tank that appears and attacks them as it shoots the uh, resulting explosion causes a hole to form in, in the ground. Uh, Optimus gets another one of his glowy eye visions with the orb leading directly into this hole. So Optimus or- orders them to jump rat trap of course is a bit hesitant and then realizes that there's a big sort of silo that's about to drop on them and they all jump in the hole anyway. Uh, it's pretty deep hole too, but as they fall, like I was going to say, I guess they open up some kind of like a vent or, or, or causeway. Yeah. Something like that. Cause it's definitely, cause it's like a hole that's going down like normally once the, once the, you get past the jagged part. Yeah. I figure they'll probably end up hanging from the weather vane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they're, this is where we would have gotten a commercial break because it sees, shows them falling into darkness. And then we've got back. They're still falling. She looks pretty funny. Yeah. Scared cat face. Um, they l- wind up landing in an energy web, as it turns out, of the creation of Black Arachnia, who is rather surprised to see them all. And she does. She seems a bit, I want to say a bit fuzzier. Like almost like there's fur on her body. Like before, it looked very, um, very glossy. Her body in Beast Wars, very definitely tightness. black. Yeah, and and now it seems a bit more matte, almost like a like a very dark navy color with like almost like a fuzz it's on her body. Purple-y. Yeah, yeah. And Cheetor says, "That's not a gun in my pocket. I'm very happy to see you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will say that I did kind of notice that Cheetor seemed really happy to see Black Arachnia. Yeah, of course yeah. he did. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's, like, it's weird that that's a thing that they decided to yeah. to keep from the previous series. 
Yeah. I mean, I I could I could see why um, being as how like so far at least it's a smaller cast having the keep the, the characters connections uh, would be helpful. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but like the creepy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see here too. Like her thorax, her her abdomen is connected to her thorax, and it, like it looks yeah. like like barely, like it's yeah. like kind of like hanging on. It looks kind of weird. Yeah, it's certainly very, very thin. It's almost like you would have expected to see like a corset on her or something. It's like that small. <laughs> um, so I'll, I did find that her attitude seemed a lot more reminiscent prior to her transformation into a transmetal too. Like it almost reverted her back to a Predacon. She's, she, I think she was like a lot more helpful and like she, because she, she gives them. She gives him like sass. Yes. She very much feels like you're my friends and we're allies and we're gonna get out of this. Like we're yeah, like a team. True. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like. It does not feel like when she was uh, almost still a Predacon because she doesn't. She sounds like way more loyal than she, and actually like a part of a team more than than she ever did when she was like kind of Predacon. I I almost I almost feel like um like kind of my gut reaction to it is this is how she would have been if she had never been a Predacon. Yeah, that's possible. That is, yeah, that is possible because yeah. at this point the shell program was has been removed. Even if her body was reverted there, that doesn't mean the program was reinstated. Right, that, and she know tarantulas did. And some time has passed, so maybe she whatever yeah. was left of that is kind of gone. So she's still, you know, naturally she's kind of a her own woman, but uh, she's she still knows that she's a maximal, and the maximals are her friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes to, sense. To be fair, when when she was back on Earth, she might have just been trying to like cut down on her sass because, well, oh wait, this is Maximals now. You know, they're 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 friendlier people. I don't need to go. When did she people. ever cut her sass? Like, when did know. she ever cut her sass though? Because I mean, like, we don't see I don't, her ab- after being a saying, trans metal. No, like what I'm saying is that was her cutting back. I don't think she does cut back though. Like we only see her like three episodes of the trans metal. Like I don't, I think she's like, she, her personality didn't change that much between pre and post trans metal. Fuck acting at myself beyond the fact that yeah. like, Greg, Greg, so Greg, you, the whole conversation came up cause you said that you thought she seemed more like a Predacon. I why, guess it was more the that... sass at okay. the initial, like initially when, when they first started talking to her, she seemed, a bit more almost confrontational, I guess. But the you guys do bring up good points that, you know, it certainly could just be that that's just the way her personality is. And, you know, the fact that she's been trying to hide from these tanks forever and then sort of startled upon sort of like the reaction that Rat Trap had when Optimus came upon him. So I suppose it really doesn't is not out of character, I suppose, really. When yeah, I, I mean, think on it now, she says it's like she's like, um, Oh, it's just you guys. I hope there was some. I could take some of those tanks out with me. Yeah. Like she doesn't say like, "Oh, you guys are shit." She goes like, "Oh, it's just yeah. you guys." Like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like she's they're not enemies. Like. Yeah. To be fair, though, that is kind of fun, funny in its own way. It's like, oh, it's only you guys. <laughs> yeah, so, and she says like just now she's like oh she's like oh yeah nice warm and cozy now we can all die down here together like she's saying yeah. together right like it's yeah. still a team so i want to emphasize that i don't care if the continuity doesn't make sense between these two series like it just i don't care but you would have thought that she'd have said something about like have you guys seen silverbolt yeah 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 especially because I, I do know that like 
she's missing she misses like a big part of the of the storyline i don't think it's as much of a spoiler is that she misses silverbone and is trying to find what happened to him mm-hmm. so like oh that isn't addressed well then yeah, never yeah. mind but it's weird that it's not addressed here yeah. i think you're yeah. I mean, it's true that it's, yeah. it's weird like, that she doesn't say right away where's silverbone yeah like, it is but then again that that idea of them of fully integrating like silverbolt might have been something they added only like after a few episodes so maybe mm-hmm. they were just they were just like well we're not sure if we're going to do that plot line yet so i mean yeah. uh, from a technical point that might be what what they were doing but yeah it is a little weird that she didn't you know ask or say anything yeah um so with that being said they, you know, they sort of allude to, you know, oh, great. Now we'll all die down here together because pretty much they're of the mind that unless they can figure out a way to fix their bodies, they're not going to be lasting too much longer. Um, Optimus gets another one of his visions with an orb uh, leading them down a tunnel uh, to another sort of pipe that leads downward. He orders them to go that way. They all sort of look down and it's a very, very deep hole. And Black Arachnia winds up spinning a web so that they can all climb down. And, and like the, these shots coming up as they're like climbing down, and she's like lowering herself. They look like they're from like a side-scrolling indie game, and I love yeah, it. It's yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it um, looks like the opening sequence to a game. Yeah, yeah, like, like or like or like even um, in the part where it's like sunset looking in, they're kind of uh, um, just silhouettes, like. Cassie said, like, oh, it looks like Dr. Country returns. Oh. <laughs> ah, I lost Better everybody again. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Back? Maybe not. Okay. okay. So um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, I, f- I got constipation and pooping jokes out of this episode way too much. Because <laughs> uh, when she's, when they're, she's like, my webs are drying up. I was like, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't want to understand where those webs come from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, dry John is not good. Ugh. Especially because um, she said I'm drying up. Like, yeah, that's very yeah. specific terminology. Yeah, and don't they say like rat traps? Like my circuits are fusing or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Then gain worse. Yeah, other stuff. Yeah, bad stuff starts happening to everybody. But like the way that she says, it I don't know. It's like very robotic. It's no, very I, painful. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. But yes, uh, one thing that I wanted to mention is we get Cheetor riding uh, Optimus on his shoulders <laughs> as He's they're climbing like down. Yeah. Yeah. So we get uh, Cheetor riding Gorilla. Because he doesn't have thumbs. Yes. No. Like Rat Trap. Rat yeah. Trap has thumbs. And so they're slowly making their way down. We see these in the background. We see these various almost like civilizations. Uh, one is very dark and metallic looking the other one is sort of like a goldish color with almost like almost like stone temples um optimus makes mention that it's the previous civilizations uh that have been on cybertron over the eons and we then cut to uh black arachnia complaining about how you know she's drying up everybody seems to be experiencing like a lot more sparking now in their bodies um so uh I'd be curious because this is a trope. Like when you're on like a any in sci-fi, when they're on a city planet and they go down, they're like you know like Coruscant, like the lower levels of Coruscant, where like you know those are those are the old yeah like the old civilizations or what you know what used to be there or the slums or whatever. Uh, 
I wonder I wonder whether that where this trope orig- originates. Like I know that I know that Star Wars I think stole it from Dune, but I don't know if Dune was that where where it originated or if it was someplace else. It might just be something from basic archaeology. Uh usually when a town's destroyed or anything raised, uh another one's built almost exactly in the same spot because just for the simple fact that w- where towns usually spring up are around very good resources. So yeah. if anyone just happens upon the area, like not even like related to the original town, or like, hey, this is a good spot, mm-hmm. and but, someone else already thought, hey, this was a good spot. But like specifically, the idea that like it's that they're literally built on top of the previous buildings, like so so like the current civilization is up in the clouds, and then as you go down, it's like older, you know, older cities and older slums. That's and- what? That's since I got into that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just it's just all over the place in sci-fi, and I'd just be curious to know like where that sort of where that originated. Well, we do have quite a few listeners. If anybody has an idea, you know, please let us know. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say how many. I just said we have. Uh-huh. Quite yeah, if a few. any of the if any of the six of you that listen to us um, <laughs> know the answer to that. Thank you, Kendall. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> so, if any of you porn bots that listen to us know the answer to that, <laughs> hey, we've only had like three porn bots try and don't follow us on Twitter. Yeah, because they all they all listen, they all listen to the they all just listen to the podcast. They don't they don't feel the need to follow us on Twitter. They all se- I can't remember what episode it is, but they all seem to be attracted to like the wording of one specific episode that we did. <laughs> I cannot remember which one it was because well, um, they'll all like they'll like that particular post from the episode uh-huh. and I'll see who it is. And it'll be like a guy's name and it'll be like a woman in scantily that's scantily clad that likes it. And then like a week later, they'll stop following us after we don't follow them. So, you know. <laughs> Like sorry. Well, yeah, because they listen to that one episode and they're like, "Eh, I thought it was good," yeah. but they listen to a few more episodes. They're like, "Maybe not." Yeah. If only we knew which so. episode that was, we could make more episodes like it. <laughs> Do we I think I'm not what episode it is, or are we just like? I can't remember right off the top of my head. I have I mean, to. Go I know. I know, but you and I, someone got some stuff, but it's probably <laughs> not it. <laughs> no, it, it was like one of the season one episodes. I think. Okay. Was it sexual in some nature or something? It just seems I, like I don't think it was. If I okay. remember, like I I can't remember specifically, but I don't remember anything like out of the ordinary. So I don't know. Anyway, you're you're sort of getting a little peek behind the curtain, I guess, with us. <laughs> um, but yes, getting get, getting back to the episode, um, they literally reach the end of the rope, or rather, uh, web string, I guess. As Black Arachnia falls, Optimus yells after her. Uh, then Cheetor, because Optimus is moving, he sort of loses his grip and falls. Then Optimus and then Rat Trap. And they all sort of fall down into the darkness. Um, we then get the group of them all in the dark. They've landed on something. They don't know what exactly. Uh, Optimus's eyes are glowing white again as he's looking around. Uh everybody's like rat trap is very skeptical at this point. He's like, uh, he's like, you know, we came all this way for nothing. And, you know, let's face it. We're doomed. Um, Optimus sort of is a bit frustrated. He manages to come across a rock 
almost looks like a brick. Yeah, like a piece of scrap metal of some sort. Oh, I, yeah. I was gonna say when they're well, they're all lying down there and kind of split out and kind of slowly pans away from them. Cassie was like, "Say it, say it. We're all gonna die. Say it." Oh. <laughs> and he doesn't say it. Nope. And and then Michael was and I was like, I explained to Michael that that was Rat Trap's catchphrase. Yes. And he was like, "Oh, it's a great catchphrase for a kids' show. We're all gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's yeah. interesting. Because they usually say, because they don't usually say so and so died, except for Rat Trap says we're going to die, but he never says we did die. No, they always use terms like destroyed or taken offline or sent to the next dimension. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think they say you. going to the next dimension in in Beast Wars. <laughs> no, that that was Dragon Ball Z. You're getting your shows mixed up, Em. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, like the various <laughs> different. I thought we were just listing off various ways all kids' shows. Oh. Like, well, like, you know, not. Well, they'll lay off the dead and dying, which is all why, right. like, you get things where, like, in Teen Titans, Slade's called Slade and not, you know, Deathstroke or okay. whatever. Which, by the way, Slade in Teen Titans, Slade is a way creepier name than Deathstroke. Slade's a better name. Yeah, but, it's, yeah. but I, I don't even know who Dick Cameron Deathstroke, Deathstroke was for the longest time because I was like, isn't it Slade? Because <laughs> I got started off with the cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. But yes, so getting to the to this uh, climactic Optimus hurling a brick into the abyss, um, he, which admittedly, you know, it gets some pretty good distance for a guy who's about ready to die, um, and it miraculously crashes through the darkness and we see this sort of ignition of flame uh and it appears that they're on some sort of a, a walkway which by uh, the way if they'd landed like slid to the left or right they would have been dead <laughs> yeah. yeah um optimus approaches the flames cheetor very weakly is like optimus no um it was like the firewall <laughs> Oh my god, we are calling back to so much stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, because this is the sequel where we have to call back to the original constantly because we don't have any new ideas. Oh, true. <laughs> um, so Optimus, he puts his arm into the fire, only surprisingly to f- discover that, hey, it doesn't burn. And the fire disappears, and we then get this giant orb with these sort of like floating ooze puddles coming out of it um come to find out this is apparently the oracle of legend uh that that, that fire was merely an illusion yes um the test yeah and rat traps like well the oracle he's like that that's just a that's just a legend that's a myth right um the oracle starts speaking to them uh optimus in particular and you know, sort of goes on about I'm the Oracle. I foretold the coming of the Transformers. Prepare to be reformatted, and then we sort of get this white light uh, passing into Optimus. His eyes glow. I, I would like to point out that I, on the TF wiki, they had that shot of like the beam hitting him right in the stomach. Yeah, and it mentions that he was trying out for a Care Bear stare. Oh, that's yeah, <laughs> that's pretty neat. So good job, TF wiki. Yeah. Um. So. Optimus starts to have this trippy ass vision where he's flying through space. There's a bunch of sparks floating in front of him. 
but then there's this bright light and he zooms towards Cybertron. The, the sparks disappear when they hit the planet. And then there's, we see the sun and then it seems like there's this sort of green energy that erupts from the planet. Uh, over the course of it, the Oracle is saying that, you know, there must be a balance and, uh, towards the end of the vision it's it says sort of like a catchphrase for the series it says the seeds of the future lie buried in the past which is almost um a double meaning because as we'll find out later on in the series um but it says uh transform optimus primal transform and transcend which is sort of like that spiritual thing that we hinted at with the trivia earlier yeah. Um, to release the warrior within, you must tame the beast without. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cut back to the other Maximals who are sort of just gazing into the, the white. And we see Optimus sort of walking out in a different gorilla form now. He's much more silverback and a lot beefier and bigger. Um, he's a, a cyborg ape now. Yes, he's got like these cyborg parts on his forearms and the backs yeah, of his and, hands. And, and, and just to be clear, it's not like Transmetal or like Transmetal 2 even. Mm-mm. It's it's more like he's a full-on gorilla with some cybernetic implants. Yeah. So my my favorite part of this design, which I really like, is, especially the beast mode. Like the ro- We'll see the robot form later and it's like fine. But the beast, mm-hmm. all these beast modes I think are great. Uh, I really like that... Uh, his head sort of floats on a thing and like where his neck would be is like a compass. Yeah. Yeah. Sort kind of very, it's almost like some sort of a ring there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, specifically it's got like, thing. yeah, I don't know. I get the sense that it's a compass cause it's got like coordinates on it. So, mm-hmm. so like, like he's there, you know, he's their guide. He's their leader here. Mm-hmm. He's their compass. And yeah, so he's got compass. a compass. Yep. And almost too like, Coming his neck rather than looking like a furry neck or anything like that, it looks like flexible wiring mm-hmm. coming up from the compass to the back of his head. Yeah, it's certainly different. I and I got I say, like, I actually do kind of like their, their beast mode f- design. I mean, I think it's a very interesting and kind of cool mix of basically like they call techno organic like that, like before, but it's you know, it's just like cyber cybernetic kind of neat thing kind of i don't know yeah like, i i don't mind the beast forms too much um like i mean like there's there's times when like rat trap at like rat trap's the one that it's a little gross yeah because he's, like he's got like a much. little bit of a green uh he's well he's green so he kind of looks sickly also his coloring make it seem like he's got like muscles exposed even though it's not what they're drawing for it kind of just looks yeah. like that Mm-hmm. And it, just, it looks like a zombie rat to me. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, rat traps used to having internal organs exposed. Well, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's kind of weird and chromy, and it's all right or whatever. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a bit like a zombie rat, and I'm not really feeling it that much. But it's not the worst thing. It doesn't it doesn't ruin my enjoyment of the show. No, no. Um, just to sort of yeah, because what what essentially happens is Optimus says in order to survive you need to adapt and you need to accept the oracle and let it reformat you so they all sort of gaze up at it and they all emerge from the light uh we've got cheetor first uh, he looks very sleek 
Yeah, very sleek, very His still very cat like. Yes. Yeah. They're very cute. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. almost like anime esque anime esque cat eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um he's got purple dots uh and blotches on his body now instead of like the Spots. dark color. Yeah. Um Rat Trap as you said, it sort of looks like a robotic zombie rat. Um and then Black Arachne sort of appears over top of them. She's got like these huge, well, not huge, but really, really long legs. She's like they a daddy look- long legs, mm-hmm. but yes. like not fat. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, to me, aside from Optimus, she looks the most organic out of the four. Yeah. Cause yeah. you don't, cause when, even while in the close up shots, you don't really see clearly some, the more like robotic parts on her abdomen or, or, yeah. or, or uh, thorax, and she's yeah. a bit of a misnomer now because she's not no longer black arachnia but purple arachnia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She um, and her eyes are green. Um, Optimus, you know, looks at them all, and as they exit the light, the light disappears. And Rattrap's like, "Hey, uh, where'd the Oracle go?" And they're sort of left in this lighted chamber with this ring with the this like this path going through the ring. Um, but then cheaters like, Hey, you guys hear something. And Optimus looks off. And instead of tanks, we now have these motorcycles that are approaching them. Uh, yeah. Um, quite a few of them too. There's like, I want to say nine or so, or maybe even a dozen. Um, fuchsia color kind of thing. Yeah. Um, rat trap of course is freaking out cause he's like, you know, they're, coming to attack and cheaters like, well, how about we give these new bods a test drive? And so we get this heroic lineup of all four of them. Uh, cheater roars. Then we get, we see the bikes transform into their robot mode. And all of them are like maximals maximize. Like, and they told me they fixed it. They, <laughs> I trusted them. Um, but yeah, I they're the best part about this is watching rat traps tail. Cause like it, it he like it actually like springs springs yeah uh, it's like up, straight like, like up. just as he tr- as he tries to transform and yeah, then when they all get the constipated <laughs> yeah and then they all take a moment it doesn't work and it immediately droops yeah everybody's like uh what the hell so, um, so, uh, does this yeah. come with a warranty yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah actually i think Rattrap does say that doesn't he yes, oh, yeah yeah that's what yeah. i was saying yeah yeah um, we then cut to commercial at this point, and then when we cut back, the uh, the bikes are now shooting at the Maximals, who are yeah. all jumping off these stairs. Yeah, they transform and, into like a robotic mode that basically they're unicycles kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Yeah, and like their that. their hands are blasters. Um, Optimus makes mention that uh, you know the first Transformers, in order to transform, they had to learn. That's after like a bit. Isn't yeah, it? Well, yeah, but it's just chase. This is just it's just action. Yeah, I do like yeah. the image of a black rabbit hiding behind something where the legs like really close together. It's good. Yeah, I like that um, before a lot actually. Yeah, um, they they're getting ch- chased to this sort of like ravine and they jump off. And as it turns out, there was a ledge underneath the like the very top of it that they all landed on. So a bunch of the bikes go like soaring over. A few of them crash into the wall on the other side. Um, yeah, and this bunch... bridge here that the Maximals are on, this is what I said, but it looks, like, it looks very Borderlands-y. Yeah. Um, so the Maximals managed to climb back up. Um, oh, wait, this is where Optimus talks about 
how the Archivate first Transformers, yeah. yeah, how they had to learn to transform. Um, to which Ratchet was like, "Yeah, well, it doesn't really help us very much right now because the uh, the motorcycle, four of the motorcycles transform and are sort of upside down, so the yeah, wheels are." Doesn't like Optimus say like it took it took years of study or it took hard study discipline and years of work and yeah. like Rat Trap's like well I got news for you we don't got we years. ain't got years. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's a good line. It's a good yeah. line reading. Um, but so four of the motorcycles have has sort of become ramps for four others. Uh, nice teamwork. Yeah, that's true for drones. It's pretty it's cool. pretty, pretty neat. Um, Black Arachne is like, well, we just have to work with what we've got. And so the bikes launch off. One of them transforms and rams into Optimus, and the other three go chasing after the other Maximals who are running down another tunnel. Uh, each one splits off to chase one Maximal. We've got Cheetor, who starts running really, really fast. Like I'm, leaving sorry, I'm just laughing behind. at Black Arachne is running cycle. Yeah, it's pretty it weird. Like- <laughs> Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> um, Rat Trap sort of ducks around and makes his turn. Black Arachne is uh, cornered very quickly. Um, Cheetor, uh, meanwhile, he's still running and wa- looking behind him. Uh, Rat Trap is sort of hiding behind a box, and then we cut to Black Arachne, who's sort of make- making this growling sound as she's cornered. Um, we then cut to Cheetor, and this is where we get his new apparent power weight. And he he leaps off walls at super like blurring speed. Well, he, um, earlier on in the fight too, he like he did a dash thing where like he yes. started going faster, and like it yeah. was pretty cool. Now, as the motorcycle like sort of starts to get confused and loses track of him, he then leaps onto the motorcycle, crashes into it. And it explodes as it hits a wall, and Cheetor, you know, strikes a heroic pose and growls. And we then cut to Rat Trap, who has managed to to climb up a wall and then gets a drop on this other motorcycle and literally takes a bite out of the back wheel, uh, taking off the like the rim and brake of it and causing it to crash. And you know, he gets a bit of a heroic pose as well. I gotta say that that must be some really strong like jaws be able to yeah because it's not like he like bites and lets go immediately he really gri- grips into oh yeah he so really that, that thing down. had that thing had to be like burning through his mouth yeah yeah because the tire was still spinning as he does it so yeah you would have had a lot of heat coming off of that um so i just want to say i'm not going to do a death tally for this show okay <laughs> okay that makes sense. Well, I was gonna say these are kind of the 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 these are moves. At the moment. They, they die yeah, they're, like they're, yeah. They're it would very... be like it would be like if it was Power Rangers and you t- t- did a tally for every putty that got killed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at this at this point, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Black Arachne, as it turns out, was sort of playing possum as she, as the motorcycle approaches. She uh, lifts up two of her legs, and this web forms. And so the mo- motorcycle's caught, and it's sort of looking at her as she approaches, and she's sort of growling and mm-hmm. moving her mandibles, almost like she's planning on eating him. Mm-hmm. The filthy will adjust. Yeah. Uh, call back. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we, have we any new a, ideas. Yeah. We get, we get a bit of vor in this Transformers <laughs> episode, maybe. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Very gruesome vor, presumably. Yeah. Um, 
Optus manages to to toss away the the one motorcycle that was on him, but then three more appear. Uh, he growls and literally he punches one away, then a second one away, and a third comes up, starts pushing him towards the 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 ravine. And so the the motorcycles on the other side transform and start shooting uh, to knock him over. And as he's hanging off the ledge, the one that was pushing him manages to hit his hand and knock him off. Uh, so as he's falling, presumably towards his doom, uh, he hears a voice saying to unleash the. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the line. Release the warrior within. Yes, to tame tame the beast without is. Uh, Seems to calm, and there's this glow emitting from his chest. Uh, his whole body, spark, right? Yeah, it's it emitting from his spark. Yeah. Okay, now here we get the transformation sequence of the series, and I don't like it. Really? Well, and I, mean, I, I don't. And I'll, 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 the reason I don't like it is because the toys don't transform that way. One thing yeah. I loved about season one of Beast Wars was like when Optimus Primal transformed. It looked like he transformed. Like it looked like how a toy does it. Like yeah. it was actually a really interesting, like kind of how they. Because that's not how Transformers transforms. I'm not. It's not representing a toy like the other ones do. And I think that is important to like the Transformers brand. It's more of like a Pioneer's Henshin style thing than a Transformer transforming. Yeah. Yeah, I Which, was gonna. Henshins was... are cool. Don't get me wrong. But it's not really Transformers. Yeah, mm-hmm. the transformation sequence is more of basically his body reshaping. It's not. It's not like parts, you know, coming apart and moving to reveal the the robot form or anything like that. Yeah, so, it literally so is like, I like an energy. I, yeah, I like Roroni Henshin too, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, I I agree with you. Um, so but here's my here's my little uh caveat to that. Like it Henshin doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me as much as it might have. Because it like Beast Wars, particularly Beast Wars season one, is kind of the exception. It seems like in in Transformers media of them actually, you know, transforming exactly how the toys do. Obviously, in the Bay movies, they little pieces of metal fly around. In the original cartoon series, there was no conservation of matter, so they grew and shrunk. Uh, at will, but they you still they still like kind of did the transformation sequence that kind of the toys do. They just did it like they just had weird aspects of it. Yeah, so a lot of yeah. warping and lazy I, animation. I guess I guess the thing. I mean, it's it, I guess the thing is like each each version of Transformers does its own thing. It takes. They its all, own I, I would say that they all like transform where you see moving parts and stuff. Like they all do that. Like they well, well, this one doesn't. Well, this, wait, is wait, let's, 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 this is like yeah. literally the only one. It doesn't do that. Well, actually, let's point out the fact that the Viacons we've seen transform a couple of times because they're yeah, and, th- and they their 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 transformation is definitely much different from this. So we're actually getting kind of two different types here. Yeah, this, this is definitely supposed to be like like the, a the more mystical Transformers yeah. series. Mm. So I I get it, but like it's still. A huge part of Transformers is still about the toys, and having a disconnect between the toys and the show is kind of like, eh, I'm not yeah, a huge fan of that. I still, that. I still enjoy the series, but I'm not a huge fan of that aspect. I feel like maybe because of the popularity of Power Rangers, maybe that was a design choice that they decided to go with with this and that. That's possible, yeah. Yeah. 
Sailor Moon and like all those other shows with transformation sequences, Digimon even had Digivolution sequences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I just it, it doesn't there's there's a handful of things in this in this show, in this episode that should have bothered me and that didn't bother me for some reason. Well, I think that's not a bad thing. I think that the fact that the that his robot form doesn't like his robot form just kind of looks like a robot. Like it doesn't look like a bunch like of a stuff linebacker. flipped around. No, like, it doesn't. So, so I think that because of that design, this transformation sequence works for me <laughs> in a way that maybe it wouldn't have if if there were obvious uh, obvious kibbles. See, I just think about like how these do have toys though, and if I was a kid and I bought like a toy, I'd be like annoyed that Optimus Primal's doesn't look how he does in the show because I'm assuming the toys do not look like this at all. They uh, have to have more kibble than this. The black arachnia looked pretty close to what her spider form well, is. No, and I, and I can see some of the other characters, but Optimus in particular looks and Rat Trap. Optimus and Rat Trap. I, I looked at Rat Trap, so it doesn't look anything like the show. But um, Optimus and Rat Trap, like they don't look anything like their beast forms. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it here. But but yeah, I I. It just for for some reason it works for me. I don't know. I don't know why. I think I think it's because I don't like the animation style across the board, but like not enough for it to for it to matter. And so I and also because I hated the designs in season three so much of of uh, of Optimal Optimus and some of the other characters. Yeah, this toy looks uh, nothing like the show. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I mean, there were that was true of that was true of. Some of the Beast Wars characters, like Black Arachnia and Tarantulas, didn't look anything like their show counterparts. Nor did uh, that's true. Pterosaur. Um, I mean, just a small a picture of more. Optimus, but uh, I just linked a small picture of the toy of Optimus. And I think I've seen the same one. It's like that. Uh, it sh- it shows like the robot next to the uh, girl in mode, and it's kind of like. Yeah. Well, he doesn't look kind of in action poses. He also doesn't look. His beast mode doesn't look anything like. No, uh, neither ne- yeah. part does. Which, I don't yeah. like that. Which, which uh, uh, here's a higher end toy. It looks like but it looks a little bit better. Uh, I was gonna say, I think that's the one I have. Oh, the one's got like the yellow and gray on it. it well, I mean, with the little flinging, like little there you go thing. This, yeah, I don't have the the yellowish gray one. Mm. Oh, okay. Actually, that that actually translates pretty closely to to the show. I think yeah, I, but that one I think was a um, that one I think was a bit different. Was it, it like was, a, like, was like a deluxe or masterpiece? Was it one of those hundred dollar uh, things? It's a re- it was. Someone made it's a, Blast Punch it Optimus Primal. Blast Punch. This is another toy. It looks like entirely. And I'm about to show you guys too. Like that's just a repaint of what we saw. Yeah. This looks like another one too, which looks yeah, more show accurate. That one looks like a repaint of the. Um, of that second one? No, I don't think I don't think so. Because the the chest piece looks like one piece, and on the other one it looks like two. Or maybe it's the way it's painted. Yeah, maybe it's a repaint. Mm, no, because the shoulders way, are different. Looks... The shoulders are way different. What's really relevant though is that the one the one with the blue that looks nothing like the guy from the show is the one that was coming out concurrently with the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they they obviously. That was not a priority when they were making this show. It was, it was, it was a little more. It was probably a little more detached from the toys. Yeah, uh, yeah apparently. And, and um, I mean, actually, that's... I think it was the first. I think that toy was the first season. 
And I think that that blast punch one, I think, came out in the second season. Okay. Yeah, because I'm looking at some packaging. It looks like. Uh, but yeah, it was still con- so. okay. But it was still concurrent with the show uh, to yeah. some degree. That's that's interesting. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I I'm like I feel like I feel like a lot of later Transformers series have their um their robot forms kind of look a little bit uh, look more and more like this where there's like where it's like just kind of a curvy robot with not a lot of kibbles um <laughs> and I'm I I don't love it like it's not gonna it's not it's not like a selling point I think that the beast modes are a selling point uh in these designs uh but also I don't I don't care. And to be to be fair, the the black arachnia toy I also have, I do like it better in the beast form than its robotic form. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think what you're saying, Kendall, is kind of right. Just in the they're in the theme song. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, um, good shots of them though. Yeah, we've we've only got a couple of minutes left in this episode. Actually, now that I think about it. Um, so yeah, so Optimus manages to transform. Uh, he still got jets on his back like he did in Beast Wars. Still a flyer. Yeah. He Which flies is really convenient. Robot. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise he would have just been falling to his doom in robot form. <laughs> robot form. Well, then um, he like lands because he's in robot form, so he's tougher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he he's sort of hovering in the air and he gets attacked by the by the other vehicons here. And here's where we see they, does not, they do not have weapons of a series. They have superpowers. Yes. He's able, he's yeah. able to absorb their shots and then send them back at them. Like, yes. Uh, that kind of bishop's power and, like... Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if he was just gathering his, uh, his own energy and shooting it back and he was just, like, deflecting theirs. But no, he's, ab- he's, absor- he's absorbed their... Um, we'll see in future episodes, he does absorb attacks from other people. Okay. Yeah, so he's actually absorbing their energy, and then he sort of amplifies it a bit with his own, and uh, and sends it back at them. So that's what we get there. And see, for this series, that kind of makes sense. Like trying to find, you know, f- finding your finding balance and stuff like that. It just mm. seems like a whole like you know, Shalon monk thing to basically flow like water and turn one's attack against them. Yeah, well, everyone has like a, a butterfly, sing like a bee. <laughs> it's like we haven't we haven't seen, we haven't seen the others yet, but everyone gets their own little power, yeah. um, and they're not all as spiritualistic as that. But I think it yeah. is more in the tie the fact that they are like supposed to be like techno organic beings that kind of combine everything. So they don't like they don't have a weapon when they come out. Over oh, I guess Tudor kind of does, but they have like um, powers. Yeah, yeah. Rather, it kind of separates them from the other Transformers too, because instead of having like guns. Like every other thing they're fighting, they have to use superpowers to be all creative. Yeah. Um, so Optimus uh, picks up two of the Vehicons and is holding them. He, he's flying, hovering over this pit, uh, demanding to, to know who they're working for. And he's they both, them. Yeah. yeah. He, um, they both like sort of rev up and he is forced to drop them presumably to their doom. Uh, and he starts to, to glow and starts transforming back into his beast form. And he's like, no, not now. Um, and then, you know, luckily enough, he somehow manages to land back on the, you know, the, the edge of the ravine rather than falling into the hole. Like we mentioned earlier. Um, 
everybody is like really super duper impressed with this robot form. And they're like, how'd you do it? And how'd you, like, yeah, how'd you magically you move the, the ground five feet over? <laughs> that's what we didn't, that's what we didn't catch. That's why they're really impressed. Cause he yeah. moved the entire planet to adjust <laughs> it where he was floating. How'd you transform? Yes. Yeah. Um, but Optimus talks about how uh, he'll show them and how their training needs to begin immediately. Oh, wait, don't gloss over the line where he's like, "How?" When they were like, "How did you do it?" And he's like, "I understand." Oh yeah. Black Arachne is like, "Well, that makes one of us." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so he he says that they, their training will start immediately, and he starts walking off towards a tunnel, and we then cut to. Uh, what appears to be a darkened room somewhere on Cybertron. Uh, and we have the camera sort of panning around this figure as it's examining uh, Optimus's transform, like his robot and beast form. Uh, and we then see, hear a familiar voice, <laughs> the voice of Megatron, as he uh, speaks of how they've managed to find new forms. Uh, and how he says it matters little uh, and how he's going to cleanse the planet of their disgusting beast forms. And we pan up and we see him. Uh, we see his eyes. And he's wearing some sort of a, a helmet and almost like it almost looks like a judge's robe made of pieces of like almost like a metal blind, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's got these uh, three-fingered hands that are moving around. They don't look anything like the hands that he had before. Um, and we sort of zoom in on his eye, and that's the end of the episode. It's like a bunch of wires that are hooked into his back to, from him to the ceiling. Yes. Because he's, like, hovering over the ground. Like, he's yeah. you don't see feet or anything. Yeah. But yeah. So that was the episode. So yeah. what did everybody think? I like that. It's good. It was Wasn't a nice shakeup to the um, to the formula we've been given. Like it's a, it's not. It feels like a whole new beginning, and and I yeah. I, I, I like the characters, and they're I think they're I think they're. I've heard people say like they don't act like themselves in this series anymore. I don't get that yet. They they still yeah. seem like themselves to me yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and but like I, I'm not a huge fan of the robot uh, designs. I like most of the beast forms. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the transformation sequence, but uh, all in all, I think it's a. I'm going to enjoy watching this show because I like the story characters so far. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of the same mind too. I mean, like right now, just from this mm-hmm. one episode alone, I can see why people had like high hopes or were really receptive when they showed it because it's a good episode. It's a good like you know restart kind of thing. There's still some stuff that ties it to other stuff, but it's still it kind of like is like well. We know that stuff's going to, you know, is is part of this, but we've got a whole bunch of other stuff to worry about right now. So let's let's take care of that first. You know, like yeah. it's it's it definitely yeah. gives a sense of like they've got something they have to take care of first before they have to worry about a bunch of other things. <laughs> and I, I I will say too that I I like the animation style. I like the high contrast, the heavy shadows, like the the Borderlands esque uh, cell shading action, and I really I really enjoy it. Oh, it's definitely a, a very darker lighting series compared to to what we were used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kendall, what do you think? I mean, I th- I thought it was great. Uh, so my expectations were sort of tempered. Uh, so I wasn't expecting it to be great, 
and it was really mm-hmm. good. I think it it is a perfect balance between like I don't care about what happened before, but if they want to reference what happened before, or if they want to kind of reference it and get it wrong, that's either though that's fine. Like if if it if it's for the the story they're wanting to tell here, I think they've they've uh, I think it's great that they've cut the cast down to. Uh, the four Maximals and Megatron, and I'm sure that we'll get more, but they just had way too many characters by the end of Beast Wars, and just all uh, everything that was I that was frustrating to me about the end of Beast Wars seems to either have been like removed, or either it's been fixed, or it has been like it's different enough that it doesn't matter. Like the fact that it's it's obvious the series is obviously still going to be very continuity driven. We're not going to have uh necessarily as many like filler episodes because it's two 13 episode seasons as opposed to you know a show that was supposed that was in syndication forever uh i'm kind of okay with that because i'm actually invested in the actual mythology right now uh now it's it's possible that i could turn on it but i kind of feel like if this episode's good if the if the next episode is good and if we get like a strong, if we just get like a strong first arc, even if the last 20 episodes are terrible, it's still like, it's still a win in my book. Like, like this was just, this is just such a, such a strong setup and, and an interesting setting and everything. I will say I do not like the animation style, like full stop. It looks like, uh, just a generic show from the early two thousands. Uh, I, I, I'm not like a huge fan of Optimus's uh, robot form because I feel like it remind it's very reminiscent of of computer animated stuff to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but like those are super nitpicks. Uh, the the characters are interesting. If they want to change the characters, then that's fine too. Like I feel like we're we're it's a it was a hard enough break from the previous series that if they want to make Rat Trap more of an asshole or if they want to make Cheetor a punk rock singer or whatever they want to do. <laughs> uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Like, as far as I'm concerned, this is, it's, it, it's like, it's like if a new person picks up a comic book, like if a new person starts writing Spider-Man, I mean, there are going to be limits to, you know, I don't want Peter Parker to kill uh, mm. y- unless, you know, unless there's a really, really, really story story reason that, you know, I, there's, but pretty much, pretty much, you never want Peter Parker to kill. You know, you want Peter Parker to try to be nice, but be slightly awkward. But J. J. Michael Straczynski's Peter Parker is very different from Dan Slott's Peter Parker. It's very different from Stan Lee's Peter Parker. So, oh, like, like I am totally okay with if with people taking liberties with these characters. Okay, that's fair. Ask me yeah, again I- in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, overall, I thought it was a good start to the series. Um, definitely. I think there was some, some tonal or I can't say, yeah, tonal changes just based on the visuals. Um, not necessarily a bad thing. I will say that while I agree that it, it does look somewhat reminiscent of late nineties, early two thousands animation, um, it's better than a lot of stuff that we saw from that period. CGI wise, like, New Adventures of Johnny Quest or Starship Troopers Roughnecks. That the animation on that was rough compared to this, where it's a lot smoother. Um, well, this was a I little think bit that, after, at least the Johnny Quest, wasn't it? I uh, think it was not after too, not too far after. I want well, to but think. I mean, I mean, we 
lots of there were lots of there's a big difference between 96 97 98 and 99 yeah i was i was thinking because 99 i would have been in like fifth sixth fifth and sixth grade i was thinking the johnny quest thing was like a couple years before yeah i would i would put it probably a couple of years before mm-hmm. but yeah I mean, overall i think we we've we've definitely seen improvements o- over the course of of the years with with the animation um the other thing about the animation is this to me this this looks like a stylized cgi animated show as opposed to the last season of beast wars which looked more like a video game like i think yeah. i think it does differentiate differentiate itself from or even earlier seasons of Beast Wars that looked like Windows 95 screensavers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like this, this definitely, it moves, it moves beyond just like what, what, what can we do visually and, and focuses more on like what do we want to do visually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like Beast Wars, the first season of Beast Wars was Windows 95. Season two and three was like Windows ninety eight, and now we're getting close to like Windows two thousand with with this series. Yeah, um, you think they had to reformat their computers? I think they just <laughs> did straight upgrades. <laughs> just stuck the disk and hit the upgrade button. Like, no, I don't want to lose my data. Not even realizing. But yeah, so overall, I think we all have pretty positive reviews for it. Um, yeah. I do know that we've got a news post this week from Casey, as well as a few questions. Uh, so did you guys want to tackle those now or does anybody need a break? Let's or? take, let's take five yeah. so I can save the, so I can save the file and stuff. Okay. So okay. we'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Transformation revelation It's beast machine 
this fall to Fox Kids. And we're back. And we've got another news post provided to us from Casey uh, at Lady K Hirsch on Twitter. And Casey goes on to say, Happy Beast Machines Day, BCs, or should I call you Machinies? Dirty no, Organics. BCs, please. <laughs> Not another or, of those things. Or Dirty Organics. She says she's been stuck with sudden amnesia and can't remember what to call you all. Jeez. Also, I'm being chased by some strange tank boys. Let's get right to the news before I'm forced to reformat into a much uglier and garish body. <laughs> um, news is actually fairly light this week. Uh, first up, Hasbro has announced that the next HasCon uh, will take place in 2019, uh, still in Rhode Island and still in September. Interesting that they've gone with every two years approach. And she wonders if maybe this is one uh, this one didn't do as well as they hoped for their first con foray, but you know, yeah, nobody really it was, knows. It was the first time they did a full, like all of Hasbro instead of just bot con and yeah. uh, transformers main theme. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. I, th- I think maybe I, if it didn't do well, I doubt it's the sort of thing that's going to get really released to the public anytime soon. So I'd be yeah. actually kind of a little surprised because with the, uh, My Little Pony movie coming out and some of the games and stuff that they had going, you know, yeah. Hasbro Hasbro would have at least gotten gotten a net profit from the con. Maybe not yeah. a huge, not a maybe not a huge windfall, but a profit. Yeah, I would think. Then it's exposure. So I mean, you yeah. never go wrong there. Um, Casey goes on uh, up next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch the whole sentence. That's all I heard. I'm just like. Jeez. <laughs> um, up next is something to help you remember the fonder times of this podcast. We've got a picture of the upper half of an unpainted prototype from Masterpiece Dinobot. She uh, goes on to provide us with a picture. Um, it's very Godzilla, it's, and I love it. It's yeah, very detailed. Yeah, really detailed. What well, is this picture, too? Because ah, it, it's like black and white, yeah. and it's like, or at least it's like a gray model, yeah, and like. This is like the text that I mean, makes me think of like a screenshot of Godzilla from an old movie. Yeah. Um, like the Im- it's, it's in beast mode, but you can see Dinobot's tongue when its mouth is open. Yeah. That's how detailed it is. Yeah. Um, the image in question comes from Figure O magazine. The text in it reads Announcement next issue. Duh. I have become bigger and returned. Um, <laughs> I guess Casey... the was that was uh, Dinobot's Japanese verbal tick. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, Casey goes on to say that she loves the sculpted details on this. So very much like you, Jordan, she loves that detail, um, and can't wait to see it fully painted. Uh, hopefully we'll get that as well as the robot mode in next month's issue. Uh, she goes on to say that's it for transformers news this week. Uh, things were re- were weirdly light, uh, which of course means that she has plenty of time to mention that her birthday will be on Tuesday, November 7th, <laughs> a few days after this episode comes out. Nice. Uh, happy birthday, Casey. So happy, yes, birthday. happy early birthday. Um, happy she, birthday. Says, <laughs> she says, I'd say I feel old, but that would make some of the people on this podcast qualify as ancient by comparison. Jesus. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, if you're an adoring Casey fan who wants to show some BDA appreciation, you can find her Amazon wish list in the blog description at cutestprincess.tumblr.com. And then she gives a wink. Uh, she'll, yeah. <laughs> she'll end the, uh, the news post this week uh, with a question. 
what are your favorite and least favorite new character designs from this episode? And until next time, have a very transformed week. Um, I think we sort of touched upon it earlier when we were talking about the new I, forms. I would really. say my favorite is Beast Mode Black Arachnia, and my least favorite is Beast Mode Rat Trap. I um, oh, so sorry, far. go ahead, George. I was gonna say so I far. I kind of do like uh just just in general uh Optimus Prime Primal's like new beast new beast mode. Yeah, that's like, favorite for me too. Because he looks like a girl with brass knuckles. Yes. <laughs> Which I, hey, what's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you talking about? And uh, I'm and I I always really did kind of like the Viacons, like all of them. Like I just liked their design. Um, the motorcycles, especially, were kind of neat. I liked how uh, they basically, you know, went from one wheel to two wheels when they like in their forms, and they did like a little turn to do that. Mm-hmm. As we like, as we were talking about how like the tra- how the transformation sequences are different, like the vehicons definitely show a kind of like the same kind of like uh, moving parts to become a vehicle kind of thing. Yeah, Gendel, how about you? Well, first of all, I will second that I actually really like the vehicons. I like I I mean I I kind of was half joking, but I actually really like the idea of uh of the vehicle based guys being the sort of mindless drones because i think that it 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 works in the man versus machine aspect even if that's not necessarily even if it's a show about balance it's not necessarily uh but uh about one or the other but it's you know it does it does help with the man versus machine i optimus is my favorite design the beast mode of optimus is my favorite design uh but i will say rat traps my second favorite I don't see the zombiness at all. I just see him as I think he looks like a cool cool rat with robot parts. Um but uh, and then yeah, the other the other two are like fine. I don't remember what they I don't remember what Black Arachnia looks like and I don't remember what Cheetor looks like. I mean mm-hmm. I mean I remember what they look like, but you know what I mean? Like I Yeah. I like the bra- I think that there's a cool aesthetic of Black Arachnia being a daddy long legs, but uh um yeah, and uh There'll probably be somebody that says something horny about daddy long legs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, I mean, I think we're okay. I yeah. appreciate that, Emily. I, I think we were okay for until that. you mentioned it, Kendall. I want to give you credit for that. I just, I don't know. I got a, we got some, we got some commenters that I just. Yeah, I wanted. I, I want to wholeheartedly. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I wanted to bring up that joke so that then it wouldn't be funny when other people brought it up, and so then they wouldn't bring it up. Mm, I see. <laughs> Taking the wind out of the sails. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so now, now everybody's gonna make uh, make me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I in general, I like all, and I I like Megatron's design too. Now, nobody's really mentioned that because we haven't we didn't get a huge thing. But yeah, so far yeah. what you've seen, you like. Yeah, I'll be talking about it more next uh, episode. Yeah. It's it's hard to. It doesn't have to say about it. He. We only got like a few glimpses of it. I mean. It, de- it definitely with the like you're saying the whole man versus machine the, the organics versus technology thing whether they whether that wasn't what they were playing on at first or were going for balance that there there's the the setup of a like you know technology versus organic is very heavily coded into things and the aesthetic really works with that mm-hmm. yeah I agree. yes okay um so, yeah, we've got some questions this week. Yep. Uh, we're going to we're going to uh, answer some last night questions um, because we uh, all tried to what murder each last, other. What happened last night? Exactly. 
Um, we all tried to murder each other when we were trying to record a podcast. Uh, let's see. We'll skip that question. Oh, we're supposed to answer that even though I don't know. Okay. If Earth is Unicron, then humans are Unicron's children. So are humans the real monsters? Yes. Yes. Yeah, if the Twilight Zone has taught me anything, man is the real monster. Also, yeah. if we're Unicorn's children, and wasn't like Tarantulas Spawn called us, yeah, spawning Unicorn, oh, are, are we closer to Tarantulas than we thought? <laughs> He's a yeah. monster, so. And, and I think, uh, and I was saying before why we might want to answer this question, even though it's from before, is the idea that Earth is Unicron is uh, not is actually used in a couple of different uh, Transformer media plots. I like yeah. that a lot in Prime. I thought it was yeah. cool. Like Prime did it did a good version of it, and I'm pretty sure there is at least another like s- story written. I think like a I'd ha- I'd have to look 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 for sure, but I'm but pretty I did sure. Like about uh, in Prime, it's like uh, he's just a core of the Earth, which I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was that question, by the way, was from Gwen at Wits Uaru. And she was on our um, last episode. She was great. Yes. Thanks again, Gwen, for being on. It was really great to have you. And thank you for the question. Next question was from Spooky Damage at Ehlam. E-H-L-A-H-M. Is this the best or the worst of the Bay franchise, or is it in between? Um, And... Well, the call just dropped, so I'll just answer the question. Uh, We, for the most part, agree... I'm still here. Oh. Well, hello. I'm, I'm gonna, still here. Okay, I hear you, Greg. I hear Jordan. Is hey. everybody? Are we all here? I okay. Think so. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were doing a bit. Jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I hated the movie. Oh, call's gone. Didn't hear what she said. Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> be like that episode of TWA where Luke disconnects from the call. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> But no, Luke, um, you okay, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, yeah, Greg, go ahead. Um, I I won't call it the worst. Um, for me, I I find that my favorite is still the first one. Um, I want to say this one was probably middle of the pack. I I found that number two is the worst, but I think that was affected a lot by the writer's strike at the time too. At least I'm pretty sure there was a writer's strike. Writer's strike was yeah. after. Yeah. No, I could have sworn uh, Lindsay Ellis was talking about in her video how the writer's strike was going on. Wait, no, math. Yes, no, you're right. Because the writer's strike happened when I was, when I lived in Los Angeles. But, so, yeah. uh, No, you're right. It was, I was thinking, because they came out. Yes, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, I just found that a lot of the humor in the second one wasn't that great. Yeah, I I remember seeing a Transformers movie before going to California, and then the writer's strike happened, but that was the first Transformers movie that came out in in 2007. So, yeah. 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 I'd say that this is probably in the, you know, probably in the middle. Maybe, maybe second. Yeah. And I I enjoyed the movie. I would have put, I would put either like right up, like, like Greg says, like the first one was really great for you know for me and then the other ones kind of just were mix were a mixture of whether i'd like them or not mm-hmm. this one i really liked it like i got i it just the same kind of feeling of oh, oh this was nice to see and again it might it might have just been because i saw it in theaters and something about like actually seeing like one of these blockbuster movies in a theater might be something to it i don't know but i definitely liked this one like it was it's definitely for me it's definitely towards one of the better ones 
I almost think I almost think I might have liked this one better than than the first, the first? one. Um, hmm. I I think there could be a case to be made for it because like I don't know I I mean the first one was solid but this one I enjoyed on on a second viewing and uh the problems that that any problems that this one had the first one also had so hmm. or it had other like equivalent problems. Hmm. M, how about you? Well, I mean, like, I'm not a huge fan of the, of the film series in general. Like, when you said yeah. uh, the humor yeah. was kind of bad in two, and I'm like, the humor is bad in all of the. F- yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but, very um, true. Uh, I will say that it's probably the second best, but that's not saying a lot for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I've even kind of like, there's there's enough good things about the first one for me that I, I can kind of give it a bit more of a pass than the other ones, but. Uh, this doesn't have it that as much at all. So I mean, like, I it, it's second best, but it's not, it's not a high bar. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'll say. It's a yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, next question from I think we're answering a question from Cameron. Let's see. Uh, there was another part that we left out from when we answered it before. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Having seen just... nothing but the trailer, what's the deal with Arthurian legend in this movie? Okay, yeah. so I'll let me try to explain. I think I can do it pretty yes. concisely. So essentially. Um, Merlin and his magic was transformer stuff. So his, his staff is a transformers relic. And uh, along with the, the Knights of the round table, there was also robot Knights of the round table. And when they formed together to become a dragon, that's pretty much it. Nothing else is like, yeah. And if you're Emily, you think that's, uh, that that's terrible. And if you're me, then you think it's awesome. I don't think it's terrible necessarily. (laughs) I I, I think that's an interesting idea, Uh, but I never, I didn't diss that part. The the execution. If if you're Emily, you think the execution was terrible. And if you're me, then, then, uh, then you think it was great. Okay. Uh, so now (laughs) onto the real questions, the beast (laughs) machines questions. Um, and we will never speak of the last night again. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember what, what we happened talk? last what night. Did you say? What? I um, <laughs> okay. I said when we will never yeah, speak of the last Yeah, that was the joke, Greg. What? That was the joke, Greg. That was the joke. First and foremost, where does Kendall fall in these designs? That was from Witsuaru, future Gwen. Uh, <laughs> although I skipped the first question for some reason, but that's okay. You can get back to it. I'll come back to it. Uh I mean, we, I've said, we, we've beaten it. This, we said it a lot. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Uh, if the Oracle is an ancient part of Cybertron, why did it never react to organic something at too many Life screens? Uh, <laughs> why can't I? Well, no, the stupid Skype thing is in the wrong place. Okay. There we go. Oh. Why did it never react to organic life forms coming to Cybertron back in the 80s cartoon? Um, Maybe, they just, maybe the organics just didn't go deep enough into the planet. Because my answer is Dan DiDio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dan DiDio. Also, this is another comic book person who uh, who's involved in this show. Makes it very he, exciting. Yeah. He was one of the ones that was sort of like one of the higher ups with the show. I guess I don't know enough about the Oracle to say it's because they're organic. The Oracle chosen. But I guess maybe that's it. I don't know. So <laughs> I did a little bit of a deep Can't, dive. I don't want to talk too much. And about I don't it. want. I don't yeah, I don't want to get into yeah. things that are going to spoil or anything like that. But I, I mostly got the feeling that this was just a node or like a part of the Oracle that brought the, or that con- got in contact with them 
because it needed to get in contact with them right now and at, at this time. And it just didn't, I guess those other times organics were around wasn't special enough for it or something. I don't know. Oh, oh! Yeah. Well, We're I mean, also, special. Cybertron's like pretty fucked right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, trying to save Cybertron. Like, it um, makes sense. I will, I will point out that the um, there it did. The articles I looked up mentioned that the article did give other like missions to other groups, but those are mostly in some of the co- side comics and stories that were written. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. but it sort of it sort of holds true to like they didn't literally just get some in there because they're organics. They got there some in there because they're the only organics after all the other organics have been exterminated by a crazy evil bad guy and all the other people are something something. Like yeah. like a bunch of bad stuff has happened and 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 so they're they're calling for help, you know, it's you know Zordon waited until Rita escaped to call the Power Rangers, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Despite the fact that... Oh my that god, that is really relevant. <laughs> you know, despite the Megatron's fact that... Megatron's escaped. Give me five animals of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly spit up my water. <laughs> five overbearing and over-emotional organics. Um, no, no, not animals. <laughs> um, uh, why? Are, and then this here's Ryan Budson. Why are the, the designs right? even worse than season three of Beast Wars? And am I the only one who hates the new transformation sequence? Emily also hates the new transformation sequence. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we I, went I, over that. I, I said yeah. in, uh, in the Facebook post that I would get into what I meant. But yeah, I, I essentially said my case. Already. Yeah, I, I think we've, you know, these are the obvious questions that we've answered. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's interesting that he thinks the designs are specifically even worse than season three of Beast Wars. Because I think we all kind of like the designs. Yeah, that, like I don't think there's anything that has turned us against it or or we said had any I, really I bad things that, about like, it there. I, again, I watched this with my partners, and they both didn't like the designs at all. Well, like, I, 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 they were okay to me, but yeah. yeah, that was the other thing I was gonna say. Like, and like you were actually kind of saying, Kendall, like how you were so used to Opt- optimal Optimus just seeing these designs was a a breath of fresh air. That might be what the case is for all of us. Is that well? That's true. We've been seeing these, you know, slightly blocky, more transmetally shiny things. Now we're seeing more of a sleek. Uh, merging a machine and and mm-hmm. an animal like even seeing like season one optimus in his gorilla form seemed nice to me as opposed to season yeah. three and i like and i you know my thoughts on optimal yeah. Optimus, but i thought it was nice to see the season one optimus as opposed to the season three so but again like like we said like um it is a very it's a very drastic shift kind of mm-hmm. in a way so i definitely do not blame anyone who who says they do not like the design like yeah. like they they totally have good reasons to not like it if they don't and and not to say that that the people that do like it don't have valid reasons either yeah um it, it's it's all subjective i guess you could say it, it varies from person to person nope yeah. i disagree <laughs> if you don't like these designs you, you need to go to school for design Kendall, the contrarian. I already said my partners didn't like the designs, and Cassie is great at designing things. So, (laughs) okay. 
<laughs> Maybe you need to go to less school for design then. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not it's not the right amount. That's yeah. that's the point. <laughs> well, there is, you know, there is a certain, you know, you have a certain appreciation of like aesthetics, and then you learn the rules. Uh, anyway, this is a this is not my other podcast. Okay, uh, so Futch Cassidy. Says, oh, that's nice. that's great Twitter name. at, at uh, what is cosplay? I forgot to put that. Sorry. Okay. No worries. Says, why is Primal's head so weird? Why is Black Arachnia now on stilts? Why is Rat Trap <laughs> on wheels? I don't really like the designs this season. Uh, well, to be <laughs> fair, we we part. haven't really seen the wheel part yet. So to answer I mean, your question, I don't really like the designs this season. Uh, that is an incorrect question. <laughs> <laughs> um it is it is kind of weird that uh black arachnia went from uh a black widow to a daddy long legs like no one but, else does that much of a change like but yeah that's a completely I, different type of spider yeah i mean i, I yeah. bet she's still supposed to be a black widow but she looks like a daddy long legs mm-hmm. yeah so i mean just the fact that she has long legs does kind of lend to it to a very different design and movement for her. It looks very, it looks very alien compared to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what and, they were going for. And mm-hmm. didn't we, we, didn't we kind of go over primal's neck as well? Yes. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah, Cause that's my favorite. That, that design feature is the, my single favorite thing about any of the characters is the compass on his neck. I think I was looking at that, that thing. I'm wondering if maybe uh, Fudge Cassidy is referring to Optimus's head in his robot form. Oh, hmm. Because he looks oh, sort yeah. of like bald with. Um, they, just don't look like trans- they don't look anything like Transformers. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, looks kind of like a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like, going to say it, this. I, this, yeah, like, they're not Transformers designs. Like they look com- like completely different series, and yeah, like, maybe you could say that's a good argument for like the different transformations because it's a very different series. Yeah, um, yeah it doesn't really keep, keep any traditional Transformer designs. Like no helmets, no like um, blocky faces. Like it's yeah, it's um yeah, like Primal's face doesn't look like a like uh, Optimus uh, any Optimus is yeah. before him. So yeah, it's 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 definitely. It's definitely weird, consider like considering that, like considering mm-hmm. what we've seen previously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, f- and then the other question that Fooch Cassidy says, uh, I don't remember if it's covered in this episode, but I remember this kind of being a redo of some of the. I think that was supposed to be Beast Wars. Yeah. Like episode. BW. Yeah. Some of the Beast Beast Wars episodes, like Feral Scream. Thoughts. Which one was Feral Scream? Feral Scream was when. Uh, Cheetor got upgraded to Transmetal yeah. 2. Yeah. And I don't know, I kind of see like a lot of the like episodes where like, you know, we must embrace the beasts or our beast forms or use our animal sides more cuz it, it definitely looked like they were using them like Call of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, like Call of the Wild and stuff like that. Like they like Optimus was swinging from uh on those like things from those cables mm-hmm. uh rat rat trap just, just his, just his mannerisms a lot were very, very mouse-like, and and even after they uh, got reformatted, uh, they used their their what what they were like the Cheetor basically using his speed and 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 Rat Trap using his teeth to to help take out those 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 vehicons. Like it, it does seem like they took that idea and like 
kind of just made it made it more important to this series which is great because that's a good <laughs> idea i really like i really i don't know if i said this but like exaggerating the animal sort of skills like making Cheetor a speedster and having rat trap be able to climb walls and bite things and having uh uh optimus be able to like jump really far and swing from stuff and i don't know giving Black Rackney long legs. I don't know if she got any extra <laughs> powers. I guess she has a webbing. She yeah. has like overpowered webbing. So like I, I like them having this sort of exaggerated animal powers. It it just it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I like to see where it goes with that. Because yeah. as I've said, I only remember very spotty things of this <laughs> series. <laughs> so was was that all the questions we had? Yep. yep. That that was all oh, that wow. we gathered. Okay. So does anybody have anything they would like to plug this week that they haven't plugged already? Uh, I'll plug Jesse Cooper's uh, podcast, uh, CurioCast podcast Aquariums as usual. Uh, I think they've been kind of a little bit on a break other than, you know, some of the backgrounds, uh, backup stuff that Jesse has. And again, the Darren Husted's Prince track by track podcast is going on. I think they're, they just finished another one of his albums. Mm-hmm. I'm tr- I'm trying to remember which one because like because like unfortunately like one reason why I didn't uh, offer to to do an episode is because I'm not uh, even like a, a like a full on like really good Prince fan but even but I don't know like what I would even say but mm-hmm. still it's like I said like the, the podcasts are really really interesting like they they get into s- some really cool information yeah oh definitely. I mean, Prince isn't for me, I find Prince can be a bit hit and miss depending on on the song or the album. Um I mean Purple Rain is a classic. I loved what he did with the Batman soundtrack from the first Tim Burton movie. Not in Mayhem. Um but you know, there there's other stuff that I wasn't overly fond of. So, you know, it it's it, it but I, I think that there's definitely a lot of good along with you know some of the not great stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely I think it'd be the sort of thing that people should be should be interested in, especially for Prince fans. Prince fans, I'm sure, would love that podcast. Yeah, um, you can catch me on other audio entropy shows like uh, Home for Middle Losers, In Pursuit of Passions, and on Teenagers of Attitude. Uh, you can catch my artwork on DangerChair.tumblr.com. And my Twitter is at this is emeralds. Cool. And eventually, I want to guest on Home for Infinite Losers because I yeah uh, yeah Dragon I Ball was my bread and butter. I I kind of want to too, but I don't know which episode or when. Yeah. Well, let me know when you get to the Frieza saga, then. Maybe. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll call you. When up we get there, or when years. we, or when we loop back to the Frieza saga. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe after the third time. Yeah. No, yeah. No, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. We're not doing that. That would be oh great. Oh my god. Don't give Luke ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like that's sort three of, months, all it is is a repeat of the same four episodes. That sort oh of goes god. along with my no. idea of doing a of doing a like a where you just have a, sp- a like a set channel that you just review whatever's on at seven o'clock that night on that channel. Oh. Um, but. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to plug stuff now, okay? Yep. <laughs> All right, so this is a big week coming up. Um, 
I uh, my Christmas album, Christmas Creep, is going to be somewhere on the internet. So keep an eye on Kendallcast.ninja uh, to see where you can get that. Uh, it's a lot of covers, so I need to figure out if there's a way that I can post it and distribute it close to legally. Uh, but it will be free. Um, there there will be some songs on my Bandcamp that are originals uh, from that that you can pay for if you want to. Um, that's Kendall. Uh, Ban- how does how do Bandcamp websites work? KendallHallman.bandcamp.com. I think that's how it's. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That, yeah. That would be what it is. So it's, uh, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, also on November 10th, uh, if all goes according to plan, uh, the first episode of that's what we called music. Uh, my podcast that my wife and sister-in-law and I are doing, uh, reviewing, uh, track by track. The now that's what I call music. Uh, a series will are the first song is, Janet Jackson's Together Again, uh, which is a song that I didn't remember. So it'll be fun. Uh, and then uh, also uh, there should be a new episode of The Pull List and a new episode of Waiting Here for Every Man uh, up on the Kendallcast uh, podcast feed. Uh, you can find all that stuff again at Kendallcast.ninja. Awesome. Uh as always, you can find us in multiple other podcasts on audioentropy.com. As well, uh, if you didn't get a chance to see the Jackbox 4 stream, I'm pretty sure it's... Do we have it up on Twitch? I'm pretty sure we have it up on Twitch. I'm glad we had it on YouTube by now. Okay. If it's not up on YouTube, it should be up on Twitch, but it should be up on YouTube also. Um, God, how long did that go? Was it like eight or it nine hours? Eight and a half hours. Oh Almost my gosh! But uh, that's a, a lot, lot of, of fibbage. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there wasn't any fibbage because we had all new games. Yeah. Although I'm trying to remember what games there were on it, but it was. I was there was for a couple of hours. There's one that's like a one that's kind of. There was bracketology. There was, was maybe fifty was in it. I don't yeah, remember I think now. Yeah, Fibbage was in it. But well, so that, was, yeah. that was a few weeks ago, and I'm getting tired. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, find that and Pizza Party on Twitch and Julie makes the grade. Um, and of course, if you like what you hear and you like and you want to try and support the Audio Entropy Network, we do have a donate link up at the top. Uh, the money from that just goes to the upkeep costs of the site. Uh, so if anybody wants to, to help out with that, it is always greatly appreciated. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at Warren Beast or on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash for and beast podcast. Uh, or if you're old school and like sending email, you can send us email. Uh, you can send it to our Gmail account. Warren Beast Podcast at gmail.com. Ha! I said it without saying at Warren Beast beforehand. <laughs> Good job. Yay. Congrats. Um, but yeah, so another week down. Uh, for Warren Beast, I have been Greg. I have been Emily. I have been Jordan. We don't got years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll, folks. I'm Kendall. I am transformed. <laughs> I understand. And that makes one of us. <laughs> all these all these references, all these hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>